This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back. Silver and Black today. Mo Moten, Scott Colbranson are with you. We are talking Raiders football, recapping the Vikings win, looking at the week ahead, looking at what this team can do to get better and what they need to do to get better. As always, uh, the topic of the show, do us a favor, make sure you subscribe, whether you're listening to us on audio or you're watching us on YouTube, hit the subscription button. If you're listening on audio, give us a five-star review. If you're on YouTube watching us, then do me a favor there. Subscribe and hit the notifications bell. If you don't hit the notifications bell, you won't get the little ding that tells you we're on the air. So make sure you do that. We will, uh, again, have a show today, a show tomorrow. We're doing another mailbag show. The mail keeps pouring in. So we're going to get to your questions and comments. And then our normal show on Thursday, Sunday, again, post game. We will have another post game show uh, as the Raiders take on the Dolphins. And as we do that, Murph uh, from Raiders Fan Radio joins us. We will this time do that live to YouTube and Twitch. So if you're, if you're a gamer, if you're someone who watches content on Twitch, we will also be on there. All right, Mo. So let's talk about a one Mr. Darren Waller. So Uh-oh. we mentioned this in the pregame, had a small discussion about it. There is this... And, and, and I know I'll make some people angry, but I'm just going to say it. There is an addiction in, with some, not a huge amount, a some percentage of Raider Nation over dysfunction. So with Darren Waller not attending the game, Josh McDaniel said he was excused. It was all good. He knew he was there. Mentioned that it was the owner's team he was going to see um, at the WNBA game, the Aces game across the street at Mandalay Bay. This has created that, that, that outrage culture within Raider Nation again over the fact that he's not, A, a team guy, num- which, which to me blows my mind because here's a guy who needs a new contract, but he's agreed to just play and, and be quiet and let his agent deal with it. If that's not team first, I don't know what is. And number two, this whole, this whole kind of rumor mill stuff that you're starting to see around with some people on YouTube and some people who, who tweet for a living – they're just making this into a, uh, a mountain out of a molehill. And it concerns me just because I don't know where it's coming from and why it's there except for that addiction. But why tell people again why people should not be worried about Darren Waller, A, not playing right now, and B, being at the Aces game yesterday. Well, Vinny Bunsen, you are tweeted on Sunday that he got the approval of the team to a attend the football game to me that should be the end of the conversation i could see if it was an (laughs) unexcused absence i mean if it was an unexcused absence then i could see where the outrage comes from then i could see oh he's you know he's going awol but he literally reportedly got word from the team got permission from the team to go by his not go by his business but attend the game so i don't i don't see where 
we have well, to Mo, stir but, up drama where there is none. But here's the thing, Mo. Here's what people say to that. The people who are arguing this, and I'm giving them all the due respect. I'm trying to present their argument without skewing the discussion here. Their point is it doesn't matter if he got permission. He should want to be there to support his team. Everyone else is there. He should be focused on football. What do you say to that? I say to that, if he hadn't been a team guy leading up to that moment, then I would say those people have a point. Mm -hmm. But to this point, have you heard anything coming from the team or anything from seen anything from him that would suggest that he's not all in and not a team guy? Because to me, if he wasn't, if he was just about me, 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 I, 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 he wouldn't even be attending camp. He would be holding out or holding in. Yes. And some people think he is holding in by, by his what he's doing, not a, not you know joining his team and not practicing because there was some stir or some buzz about why is he not practicing? Is it is, is it a contract issue or is he really hurt? Because some people are even questioning the validity of his of his hamstring injury. And I think it was mm. Adam Schefter who tweeted a, a few days ago and said, yes, his absence is related to his injury. Yeah. And I think I mentioned this on a previous show that some people think he's milking it. I, I don't get that. I mean, if you look at it, this is an organization. I know it was John Gruden's idea and Greg Olson to take him in after he's had past troubles. So I don't I don't think he would do that to an organization that basically gave him a second chance to revive his football career. No, and I mean, and and if you listen to, we're going to get to a clip here in a second from from Will Compton's "Bussin' with the Boys," uh, where Waller appeared uh, just right before the anniversary of his sobriety date. Um, you you look at Darren Waller to your point, and he's never done anything like that. And by the way, when you hear older NFL guys who are long retired, uh, especially star players, um, they all sort of say the same thing, which is like. Yeah, you know, when I once I got into my fifth or sixth year, I hated camp. I didn't need camp. Now, if you had if you had some massive change or you had a major injury, you were coming back, which I wouldn't count Darren Wallers as a major injury. I mean, it certainly kept him out for five or six weeks, but it wasn't like a blown knee or anything like that. So, so if you look at that, um, a lot of these guys say, "Hey, I didn't want to do camp, and so if I could stay out of camp because I had a, a hamstring pull or whatever." I'm not saying this is what Darren Waller's doing. But a lot of guys do it, and the coaches don't care because at the end of the day, when the games count is when he needs to be on the field. And so I, I agree. I think fans are getting overly concerned with this over nothing, and I think they need to let it go. There's nothing in this guy's personality in any of his actions. To your point, Mo, you made the perfect point there. If he had done something or if he was talking openly about not being satisfied with the situation with the team because he doesn't have a new contract – then I could understand the skepticism. But right now, no skepticism is warranted. You take him and his coach and his owner at their word. So I think that should be the end of it. All right, but let's talk now about Darren Waller as a weapon because we know how big of a weapon he is and should be inside the red zone specifically. And he was on Bussin' with the Boys with Will Compton, and he had a conversation with him about this, which is telling for not only now and what Josh McDaniels is going to do with this phenomenal player, but what maybe John Gruden and his staff didn't do with him. So let's hear Darren Waller in his own words. We had to like chop it a little bit because he used some curse words and we don't do it on the show. So uh, you'll hear most of it here with a little gap in the middle, but check out Darren Waller on Bussin' with the Boys. A lot of times in the past couple of years where I felt like I didn't have like, it was like a clear defined attack in the red zone or like a plan for me specifically. I felt like it was just kind of like sometimes. Yeah. But now I kind of feel like that's something that's in place with, 
Josh and developing just off of this offseason alone. So I was kind of asking him about how did your role in the red zone come about because that's a that's a that's a big thing. Like yeah, like for me, like there's no reason why I'm, my big ass shouldn't be you know oh yeah, bro, I'm dominating in the red zone at yeah. all times. You know, so there you go, Mo. Um, shocking that. There was no set plan because, geez, the red zone was so good last year. Uh, but what do you take away from Darren Waller talking about the past and the present? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, you can kind of chalk this up as him kind of throwing John Gruden under the bus there. But I think that I think that speaks to the confidence John Gruden had in Darren Waller as a physical specimen, as an athletic tight end, pass catching tight end. And he probably thought like, look, I could just plug Darren Waller in, he's going to dominate in the red zone and take over down there. And it's it's like, no, these, these defensive coordinators and defenders are pretty smart. You have to have a plan. Now, he had three touchdowns, I believe, in 2019, nine in 2020, and then two last year. Of course, he had a short year because of injury. But there is something to that because his red zone production isn't what it should be compared to his production between the 20s. So there's some validity to what he said. Uh, it, it just shows that John Gruden trusted him to kind of just win, just beat his guy and get open. And that's just not how it goes in the NFL. No matter how good your pass catcher, no matter how good your offensive playmaker is, you got to have a plan. And now he has that with Josh McDaniels. Well, and to me, that also points to what we were just talking about is there's no reason for him wanting to hold out or hold out of practice with an injury that isn't, uh, real enough to keep him out because obviously Josh McDaniels has talked to him and told him and shown him the plan for how this team is going to operate in the red zone. And clearly he's excited about it. Yeah. And the other point I want to make about that is you don't think Darren Wallace talked about, you know, going to the game, the WMA game with his teammates and his teammates probably saying, Oh man, just go to the game. Don't worry about us. It. It's all good. Don't worry about what the media don't worry about what the fans have to say. Go enjoy yourself. You're not going to play anyway. You're recovering off of an injury. You know, go out and enjoy yourself. And I, and I just want to tie that to a point that I hear a lot of coaches say this, that a lot of times players have other things going on in their lives, and coaches will excuse them and sure. say, look, football, you know, life is bigger than football. Of course, football is the main thing. We want guys all in. But when, when you know, if you want to have a little bit of fun, you want to, you know, tend to things in your in your personal life, Go do it. But by the time the regular season comes in, we got to lock in. Just know when it's time to lock in, you lock in, you're all in 100 110%. And I think that's that's what's going on here with Darren Waller and the Raiders. Well, and it's sort of – I, I kind of laugh because I know I can tell you with certainty that there are Raider fans out there who take days off of work, maybe even call in sick to work to go to a game. So, you know, they're they're doing that. They're using a reason to go do something they want to do, despite the fact that they usually be at work. Uh, and so so absolutely. And I think that that that's important, too, because, you know, you're, you're you're hitting on too. I think, a generational difference with players, too. This is not the 1970s in the NFL 
where guys, you know, all were, they didn't have lives outside of that. And it was a different type of time. Uh, and so to me, you're right. I mean, having a life outside of football and, and some people will say, well, geez, it's a football season. And it's look, you demand fans demand so much of players. And you know what? I agree to a certain extent. I got in a little spat with a guy about the 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 interview with Carson Wentz, where I thought the reporter, yeah, I might have worded it a little differently, but the reporter gave him some frank realities. And all these player former players, because we've gotten so soft, all these former players going out there and saying how disrespectful. Well, no, it wasn't disrespectful. So so it's amazing how we demand of some so much. But then in other situations, we want to coddle and protect people. And I think that's just the difference with fandom in the NFL today because people are able to interact with these guys like Darren Waller. They see his Instagram. They see his videos. They've been along with him on this journey in sobriety. They somehow feel now that he owes them personally something, and that sometimes gets in the way. Yeah, there are two pushbacks. Just to play devil's advocate, people will say, well, Darren Waller, even though he's probably underpaid, He's making millions of dollars, so he's different than the average blue-collar worker who's punching a clock in 40 hours a week and trying to feed his family on 50K a year. Mm -hmm. But I will say that no matter how much money you make, you still have a life. And I think these coaches want to give players kind of a mental break if they need it. And again, some people look at that as, oh, they're coddling Darren Waller. And let's just be honest. Let's just be 100% real here. Darren Waller is one of the best players on the Raiders roster if this is <laughs> Nick Bowers wanting to take off right they're gonna have a problem with that because he has to fight for a roster spot yeah Darren Waller yeah. is not in a battle for a roster spot again I understand you want him to be there for his teammates just asking for a day off to be across the street to be in the, again the same building as his owner I don't think the team would have a problem with it and he got approval so to me that's in the discussion right there well, and I'll keep his name out of it because he's a fan. He's a great listener of ours, and he's probably going to chuckle that I'm going to mention our, our private interaction. But he DM'd me on Twitter about it and was really angry about it. Now, this guy's a big Laker fan, a big LeBron fan. So I let him go. I let him go. And I said, hey, have you ever gone to a Laker game when LeBron just decided not to play, to rest? Yeah, yeah, it happened. So what, man? I said, well, <laughs> what's the difference? Wait a minute. If you can shut it down as an NBA player like LeBron James, who's one of the greatest players to ever play on a team that he basically runs, why is it not okay for Darren Waller at a preseason game? This is not a game that counts, folks, to do it. So I think when you kind of put it into that perspective, uh, it sort of changes things. Now, a lot of people don't like that about the NBA when they're doing load management. Mm -hmm. Uh, but in this case, again, it's it's preseason game. It doesn't mean anything. So uh, it, when you start to look at it through these lens, and then I didn't hear from him for a couple hours, and then he says, I see your point. So we, we got it, and that's that's really what we wanted to do here, Mo, was just kind of talk he, about that because I don't think it's a big deal. The only beef, there's only one group of people I'll say that should have a beef with Darren Waller not being at the game, and that and that is fans who attended the game and they wanted an autograph from him. That's, now, if you attended the preseason game and wanted an autograph from Darren Waller and he's not there to give you that autograph, then I could see your problem because, as we all know, those preseason games are not cheap. No. So you, no. you're trying to get your money's worth when you attend those games, even though they don't count in the win-loss column. So those are the, if, you, if you wanted an autograph from Darren Waller and you didn't get it because he didn't attend, I, I get you. But everyone else, let's just move on because it's not a legit concern. That's fair. While we talk about that and going to the game and the cost of going to the game, of course— uh, Raider Dad had their gathering, and go to our Twitter handle. On Monday morning, we tweeted out 
the amazing pictures from their event. So shout out to everybody at Raider Dad for getting all those kids to the game. Some great video, some emotional video of kids uh, receiving tickets for the season. I mean, the Raider Nation just gives and gives and gives. So shout out to them and everybody involved with that. It was a great, great day for them. And I know they're going to do it again. And we will support them any way we can. So you do the same. We're going to step aside uh, for one final break. When Mo and I return, we're going to do our best of the rest. We're going to talk a little bit about special teams because that's kind of eating at me. I know, I know, special teams. But nonetheless, we'll get to that. We'll hear what, <laughs> what Coach Josh McDaniels had to say about it, as well as talk about the wide receiver competition. Did Turner make his run at making this roster, and will it stick? We'll have to see. It's only one game, but certainly some great things to talk about there. All right, we'll step aside. When we come back, Silver and Black Today rolls on with Mo and Scott. Stay with us.